G'day there, and welcome to the rewrap for Thursday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB and a Solio package. I am Glenn ZB, and this morning uh, we're still keeping a weather eye on the property prices. Uh, keeping a weather eye on Christchurch Stadium, which doesn't exist yet. And um, is it funny to make death threats? But before any of that, uh, we're, we're going to have a lot of answers for you this morning. Uh, first, first up, uh, COVID restrictions. We're not having more restrictions, are, are we? Come on. What, where are we at with our restrictions exactly? Tell you what, as we sit here in little old New Zealand fretting, yet another rise in case numbers, uh, passing on rumours of whether we're going into the red light, listening in despair as Asia Beryl talks of not being able to rule lockouts, um, lockdowns out or border closures out. Some wild reassurance that the rest of the world doesn't see this COVID thing the same way we do. Commonwealth Games, which is not too far away now in Birmingham, has made the decision that you can be COVID positive and still compete. Now, they're doing all the stuff you would expect them to do, testing on arrival, social distancing, PCRs, but if you test positive, it doesn't automatically mean you can't take part. It's a reflection of the British government's general thinking around COVID. Basically, all the rules have been dropped. Do what you want. The virus is here. It's not going away. The best we can do is some boosters that may or may not vary in effectiveness over time, but the rest is really up to you, and so it seems for the Commonwealth Games as well. The committee is involved as to who take part uh, takes part on positive tests, and one assumes that if you're, I don't know, I'm making this part up, if you're a wrestler, you might struggle, but if you're a runner, maybe not. It is surely getting to the point where these sort of decisions need to be commonplace, where this is treated as a virus no different to any other virus. An athlete is not excluded for flu. An athlete is excluded if they can't play because they have flu. COVID surely can't be far off that status as well, can it? As the hospitals here fill with as many, if not more, flu patients... Why are we still treating COVID differently? Why are we still reporting COVID-related deaths and not flu-related deaths? It's abundantly clear what COVID is. It's a virus that mutates like a flu virus mutates. As Chris Smith, the virologist out of Cambridge, told us the other day, this thing is here to stay for now. Omicron-specific jabs most likely won't fix it any more than the flu jab fixes that virus. And in Birmingham, they're adjusting sensibly to reality. How long? before we do the same. Can I just make it absolutely clear that I um, am in favour of stopping all diseases of all kinds and trying to prevent them all? That would be the ideal scenario. But yes, uh, so, uh, I mean, how are people outside this country supposed to know what our restrictions are when we don't even know what they are, right? Mike, we just had a friend cancel their trip to New Zealand because they heard that we may go into red. What harm Jacinda's done yet again to tourism? It's even being reported in the Daily Mail. It's true, it's all over. It's in Australian media and it's in British media, when they say these things about we can't rule out lockdowns and we can't rule out red lights, and last time we went to a red light it was a rolling average of 10,000, when they say that, that's picked up and portrayed all over the world. Here's the irony, though. The announcement coming from Asia Beryl today, uh, free masks and free rat, rat tests. Oh, how the worm has turned. How long ago was it that the government was a rat test? Don't need rat tests. Absolutely no need for rat tests. We'll commandeer all the rat tests uh, because PCRs are fine. Thank you very much. These days, suddenly, it's free rat tests for everybody. Oh, the irony, eh? Uh, I will just point out that getting rat tests at the moment is quite easy. Uh, you just literally go log on to the Ministry of Health website and say that you've got a few symptoms and, and how many people are in your house, and then you get a few boxes. You just have to go down to the pharmacy and grab a few boxes. Um, I know this because this has just happened in my house recently. Right, uh, now, what do we... Uh, we, we oh, let's have a look at property, eh? Um, bit, of, bit of property prices. Mike loves this stuff. A little bit of property porn for you this morning. Median house price has increased 4.2%. See, it's still going up year on year. You've got to remember that. It's still going up year on year. 
June to June. This is from the Real Estate Institute, excluding Auckland. In fact, it's gone up 9% month on month, though. So you've seen an increase of 1.1. Now, here's the other interesting figure. You get three lots of figures, yearly, monthly, and quarterly. So a lot of the coverage is on the quarterly at the moment. I'll come to that in a second. But month on month, May to June, prices still rising, 1.1. Year to year, still rising, 4.2. So the quarterly figure, though, all regions have had a decrease over the past three months. Canterbury, Taranaki and Southland, the best results down just the 2.5%. lot of houses on the market, 13,861 homes for sale in June last year. That's currently sitting at 25,271. Fewer places are selling. Stock through the roof. Wellington inventories up 180%. Manawatu up 130. Nelson 180. Bayer Plenty 150. Waikato 130. Otago 100. New Zealand sales volumes dropped 38%. Uh, Auckland's down 43. Median number of days to sell were a bit slow, 44 days. So she's a she's a cooling market. Um, it's such a nice way, isn't it, to describe um, your hard-earned uh, lifetime investment going down the drain, isn't it? It's just a cooling market. It makes it seem so soothing that way. Um, now, uh, uh, are we actually going to have some kind of Christchurch Stadium announcement today or not? What does Mike think? What a day for Christchurch, eh? What a big day. I'm assuming it's a fait accompli. I cannot possibly, if you're sitting around the council table in Christchurch with a vote, you cannot possibly, after 11 years and 77% of the submitters going, yes, please get on with it, not to mention all the other soundings you've taken in the city and around the country over the last 11 years. The fact that you're here after 11 years and still haven't made a final let's get on with it decision seems incomprehensible. But be that as it may, it seems impossible to believe that today won't be the day that that stadium finally gets underway. All right. I admire his confidence. I'm sure it can't possibly go wrong at all. Uh, We'll finish up here uh, with some... uh Funny, funny, fun times, Jolly Japes, death threat talk. On a, is it a more serious note? This guy, Rawiri Waititi, who was the um, co-leader of the Maori Party, he's at the conference the other day, Maori Party conference the other day, and he starts joking, joking, about poisoning Seymour with karaka seeds. So he's at his conference and he's having a chat, and anyway, he's got this karaka seed pod necklace, and the poisonous seeds are still in the necklace. So he says, next time I go into Parliament, this is what I'm going to do. When David Seymour's not looking, I'm going to go like this to his water. So he taps a seed pod over an imaginary glass. There you are. Re-indigenise yourself with some native seeds. Everybody bursts out laughing, including the other co-leader, old Debbie Debbie Packer. Now, at that point, he realises that it might not be going down that well in terms of the wider populace once they hear about the joke and he goes oh I hope this isn't being live stream and if the man carks it then we know what happened Debbie poisoned him <laughs> now the question is when's a joke a joke now I fully accept that he was joking I don't doubt for a moment he was joking and I don't doubt for a moment that he doesn't want to poison David Seymour the same way I don't doubt for a moment that James Shaw in the house recently said if my head exploded we'd all be better off and a lot of you got very exercised about that on my behalf, but I wasn't remotely exercised about it because I know James Shaw is a decent bloke, and although it was probably a bit over the line, it wasn't the end of the world. But you know full well that if I sat on this program and I did what Rawiri did and I talked about poisoning him, ha ha ha, because it's a joke, you know full well I'd be in front of the BSA and probably lose 
and there would be, and that's before you get to the pile on and the bandwagon, and I would not be allowed to do what he did. And we all know that to be a statement of fact. I could not joke in a way against a Maori man the way a Maori man jokes against a white bloke. Why not? Surely the main issue is that for a joke to be a joke, it's got to be funny. Well, people laughed. It says here, everybody laughed in the room. They said everybody yeah, people are polite like that. There's an, there's an underlying aggression there that I'm uncomfortable with. I don't mind. This is politics. And I mean, I don't know how aggrieved David Seymour may or may not be. But there's an underlying aggression there. And a, and a rude inconsistency where we know full well that he will probably get away with this, whereas somebody like me wouldn't or even come close to it. And that's not yeah, right. Yeah, no, I still maintain that um, you only ever get into trouble if your joke isn't funny. Uh, if if everybody, everybody, and I mean everybody, like it's got to be like generally funny, not just funny to a few specific snarky people, um, then you'll be fine. And, you know, pretending to kill somebody, I don't know if you can really make that funny, can you? Um, I've tried not to kill someone, but to make a joke about it, and it's never worked. I'm Glenn ZB, um, and if, if, look, if there's anybody who knows about jokes that don't work, it's me. So take it from me. I'm the authority. Uh, I hope that some of this worked, but I'm not entirely confident. I'll, I'll give it another go tomorrow. One day, maybe. Maybe.